At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO Coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO Coach, Jillian Musick. And welcome to CEO Coach. This Monday morning, this is Jillian Musig, your CEO Coach. We're going to talk today about the concept of picking up pennies. When I was building my company, there were times when things were pretty tough. I would walk the streets and have a hard time just picking up my head, and I would see a penny on the ground. And I would think, that represents a thousand bucks. I'm going to make payroll. I'm going to make rent. I'm going to make it through. Now, when one does that, your head's playing games with you. You're in pretty bad shape. I always say with a smile, I didn't buy a lottery ticket. So, you know, that's pretty good. But what I'm really saying is, what about those concepts of pennies on the ground? There are those who would say, I will never be wealthy enough to not pick up the penny. I will always do that. And then there are others who say, I don't need to pick up that penny. I've done better. Let it go. Somebody else needs it or just ignore it. This concept of the penny on the street is what I'm talking about today. Certainly, when one is very young, you find a penny or a coin on the street, and it's all very exciting. And you pick it up because it means something to you. It actually makes a difference in your personal wealth. Later on, you get the idea that perhaps you don't even want to touch that stuff because, you know, dogs do their thing there and people stomp and who knows what. It's, it's pretty rough stuff, so you're not sure you actually want to touch that coin. But whether or not you physically pick up that penny, euphemistically, there are interesting times along the way in the construction of any business when you look at things and you say those are penny things or penny ante, right? Is it worth 
picking up the pennies. And here's an idea around it. When you begin your company, the very smallest opportunities are worth something. The very first job you get may not even be financially viable, but it helps you to fill out a resume. It helps you to say, I have worked. It helps you to gain some experience. There are other things besides cash involved. All along the way, there will be things beyond cash that make a job worthwhile or not worthwhile. So let's think about some of the things that might happen in an early uh, product-oriented company rather than consulting-oriented. With consulting, it's easy to understand. Even the smallest projects may not be worth your time per hour, but you've got something on your resume. That's good. What about product? In that case, you're going to have costs of production. You could actually go into the red in order to take a job. I would counsel under almost every circumstance that if it costs you more to produce and to ship a product than you're going to receive for it, it's not worth it. And you'd be amazed, while it sounds so logical, at how many companies I find doing exactly that. They're selling either their product as a service, which has some costs involved, or they're selling hard product for less than it actually costs them to create and to ship it. So how do you determine the full cost of whatever it is you're about to sell? Oddly, when things are at their smallest, the beginning of a company, or when things are very bad and you have very few people uh, looking for your product, that's when the cost of the product is the highest. You'll find yourself with smaller amounts of production whether it's software as a service or whether it's hard product in a box and shipped out, you'll find yourself with higher costs of production and delivery than when you have economies of scale. So how do you determine at what point things are costing you less? And at what point you should be adding in, well, if I have some product being sold and I sell some more at below cost, maybe it all averages out. Well, that's a possibility. Sell some product at 100 bucks and some product at 75 Your actual cost of production is 80 Depends on how much you sell. You can see where the mathematics goes, right? You average the whole thing out depending on how much of this or that you're selling. But then what is the larger question? You've got yourself a bouncing price sheet perhaps? That would be a little scary. What happens if customer number one knows that you sold it for less to customer number two? They won't be terribly happy. And with only six degrees of separation away between anybody in the world, you know, between anybody in the world, that's going to be even less separation between folks in your own industry. Word spreads quickly. I would suggest that you hold pretty hard and fast if it's going to cost you more to manufacture and deliver the product than you're going to sell it for, you should decline the job. It's really hard to decline jobs when you're very young in business or new in business. The next thing, how do you determine that cost? Understanding that you have the cost of actual manufacturing and the actual cost of shipping, don't forget to add the cost of overhead. Your rent, the return costs, 
uh, imperfect product costs that need to be uh, put aside and must be paid for anyway, all of those kinds of things, and of course, your labor costs. When you add all of those together and you average out appropriately the cost of uh, overhead from labor to rent, etc., utilities and so on, then you determine the full cost of your product. Looking for those folks who will spend enough to cover that cost and provide a small amount of profit is the killer piece in the earliest days of your business even knowing that later you can reduce the price per piece over time to everyone, I heartily counsel that you don't reduce the price for one and keep it higher for the other unless the second person is buying a 1,000 pieces and the first person bought one, in which case there's an economy of scale for the purchase itself. But if they're both buying 10 pieces, one doesn't get a better price than the other. Now, the concept of pennies. Picking up small jobs, yes. Picking up jobs that will actually cost you money so that you can create a reputation, this and that, and call it marketing expense. I'm not a fan. What else you can do to market your product would be a lot more valuable than simply getting a sample out there. If you want to give away a sample, it will do you better than selling a large lot at a loss leader. Lost leaders are for companies who can afford to do that. They're third-stage companies, and they're busy trying to beat people out like you as you're starting. Don't engage too early. Next piece would be the opportunities that come along the way are always greater. As little children will pick up a coin on the street, as young entrepreneurs will pick up small jobs, but remember to keep them somewhat profitable, and as you grow, take a look at the larger picture when you see small opportunities knocking anyway. Sometimes those little pennies on the street really are worth a lot more than they appear to be. Here's some examples. You've got a large order coming in, and you have a high-profile small order that's being asked as well question is, do you make time in your delivery schedule to create this small order for the high-profile customer? My answer, yes. Don't charge them less than it's going to be worth, but yes, you make space. Even if you have to get it a little bit more quickly, even if it impedes the, uh, the delivery cycle of some of your other delivery pieces, work late at night. Do what it takes to get this little piece in because that is a marketing opportunity. You want to make sure that you take an opportunity when it knocks at the door. I was talking to someone recently about how opportunity does knock and how we often don't pay attention to it. I know that the harder I work, the luckier I get. I also know that if I keep my eyes open, opportunities do come by pretty regularly, and I think they come by for everybody. The person on the street begging for coins, who doesn't see the coins on the street and doesn't pay attention or pick them up, to the people in million-dollar offices. Opportunity comes by. The question is, will you take advantage of it? 
We're going to take a break here at CEO Coach, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the prospects of how to recognize opportunities as they come by, how to take advantage of it without spoiling, if you will, the work process of your day-to-day work. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try my SEO tool risk-free today. Go to myseotool.com. Myseotool.com. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> what did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with? F- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level the language of course we're talking about managing facebook ads on aquizio oh buy track manage optimize and report on media across all major ad networks visit aquizio.com to get a demo today aquizio search social display one platform Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm and welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music on webmasterradio.fm. We're talking today about the pennies on the street, small opportunities that come available to any small company around the world. The question is, should you take advantage of those small opportunities, and how do you recognize them? And what could their advantage be if you take time to pay attention? I've been talking to a few folks who uh, run companies, and they're constantly talking about the difficulties of the local landscape, the difficulties of the national or the international landscape, their problems in the business, and how everybody else seems to have better fortune than they do. I would suggest that we all get the same amount of fortune. It just is a matter of taking a look at it, of finding it when it knocks on your door. Let's take a look at some examples. 
one of the things I noticed when we were very small in my company was that there would be an opportunity to serve a high-profile customer. We would make exceptions in terms of working late and delivering things uh, to them, uh, maybe in an early fashion or on time and so on, in addition to all of our other stuff. But we would never push our existing customers. In that way, we held a firm line on the customer service and the um, – if you will, a level of service that was expected of SEO Moz. We would never, if you will, screw the existing customer to welcome a new one. On the other hand, knowing that we had an opportunity to get a foot in the door with a larger provider was an important issue. Now, let's take a look at the flip side of that coin. In the event that you get approached by a larger company or a larger client or whatever, Sometimes they expect to get an awful lot for very little because they have this big brand. I'd say it's really important to know which pennies to pick up and which pennies to put down. In this case, I can only counsel you trust your gut. So many people have business processes that say, well, if it does this and it brings that much money and we can make a profit of X and so on and so forth, and if this is going to be a lower-cost project, well, we can do that with the hopes of getting a larger project and so on. They look at all of those surface things and they forget to trust their gut. When these guys called, when they first talked to you, did you know that it wasn't a good customer or you knew that it was going to be a good one? The very few times that I have not trusted my gut I've been burned every time. So often, it's difficult to tell the difference between a penny on the street that you should pick up and a penny on the street you should leave there. The penny on the street that you should pick up is when you have a really good vibe, when you're sure that working with this guy or gal is going to be really good for you, that the major brand is going to come through with a bigger project, or that it will be a lot of highlight for you, a marketing opportunity, even if you have to fulfill that marketing opportunity. Don't expect just because you're doing job for the Red Cross means that the Red Cross is going to say, hey, ABC Consulting did this for us, or XYZ Manufacturing provided us with this. Highly unlikely. It's up to you to make the noise about it. So opportunities knocking? Absolutely. Did you do the work to take advantage of it? Don't complain that it's not there if you have to do the effort and haven't filled, you know, fulfilled your end of it. So we're going to take one more look at it. Pennies that you pick up, those where your gut instinct says, good people to work with, honest, I can trust them. If they say a larger project is coming, I can be pretty sure that it is. If there is perhaps no option or maybe only a 50-50 option of getting a larger project, but I can leverage this for marketing, then I am ready to do the work and I have the bandwidth to do that work, to leverage that in my marketing, to get the word out saying, I worked for this big behemoth for the Red Cross or whoever. Pennies you should leave on the ground. When your gut says no, leave it on the ground, even if it looks like a $1,000 bill. Once again, if your gut says no, leave it on the ground. You know when it's going to be a problem client. Number two, if you think that it's going to do some good marketing work for you and you could promote this and all, but you have absolutely no bandwidth to do it and you know in your heart you're not going to get it done, don't bother. It's not that it's a bad deal. They might have been good people to work with and all of that stuff is nice. 
but you know that you're not going to get the effort done on your end. You just can't spare the time. Therefore, it's not going to be valuable to you. You have two choices. Either leave the project alone entirely and decline it, saying, I'm sorry, we don't have bandwidth at the time. We'd love to speak to you in six months if you have future needs, knowing full well that they will probably choose another provider or they may never come back to you. Or say, we can do this job, but our cost of service are going to be, and then fill in the blank and make sure it's a full cost of service. Because you won't be able to leverage that extra piece in which you could have done marketing and made that a wonderful uh, piece for your own portfolio or your company's portfolio. So know what you have at your disposal, know whether you like working with them, and whether or not they're going to be, uh, if you will, good clients. You should vet your clients as carefully as they vet you. We're going to take another break here at CEO Coach, and when we come back, we're going to wrap up with some other ideas about the concepts of the penny on the ground, those you should pick up, those you should leave behind, and how to know the difference. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of Internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. WebmasterRadio.fm, the addiction that's good for you. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
and welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music. We're talking today about pennies, what to pick up and what to put down. When you see small projects coming by or small opportunities, they are not always things that you can sell or opportunities to do work for someone. Sometimes there's a small opportunity to go help out a school, to speak at this organization's meeting, to attend a networking group. And sometimes you'll look at that and go, "Mm, I just don't feel like it. I'm not up to it and so on. Again, when you look at the most successful folks in business, you will notice that especially in their earliest days, they took advantage of every door that was open. Most of the time, you won't be able to tell whether something is worthwhile. You'll think, all right, I'm going to go to this network meeting, but what the heck? You know, it's just one more thing. Don't discount the potential that you will meet someone there who will either give you business now or perhaps be impressed with what you're doing and provide that later. You may meet potential investors who tend to wander around in spaces not announcing themselves or telling anyone who they are. It's up to you to make sure that you are on, that you are representing your company, your process, and your products at all times. It does not mean get out there and sell, 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 sell. That's an annoying personality and nobody wants to hear it. So don't confuse taking advantage of all the small opportunities to be constantly selling. Those are two different things. You should, however, be passionate about what you do, genuinely interested in what others are doing, because there may be a time that you can do a kindness to someone, and trust me, it always comes back, even when it doesn't come back from that person. And know that even the small opportunities to either network, speak, support, maybe give 10 bucks somewhere when you can't give yet a thousand or 10,000, right? Are opportunities to promote the nature of the company that you're building. It isn't just about promoting your product or your service. It's about promoting what your company is all about in a broader sense. Those who do really well, take advantage of those opportunities and they deal with them well. Those who don't do so well and tend to uh, complain for the rest of their days, those are the guys who didn't bother to go to those events, who didn't make that extra effort. I would say the same thing goes with taking phone calls. I would say the same thing goes for giving interviews. It may seem small. It may seem silly. It may seem not big enough. I'd say do it anyway. You can never tell when the guy who's writing this article for a small local paper will not get a job at the New York Times next week. Give him a break. Talk to the guy. The next piece would be about transparency. When you see these small opportunities, you have a choice to kind of give a canned speech or to really reveal what's going on. Somebody will come to you for help, for example. They'll say, you know, could you counsel me? What was your experience doing this or that? When you're in the ditch and it's pretty rough stuff, chances are you don't want to reveal that things are pretty rough. I'd suggest it's okay. When you do, you again take advantage of these small opportunities coming up to establish the nature of your company, to establish what kind of a CEO you are and are about to be, and to enable other people to have respect for your strength in being able to tell the truth and being authentic about who you are, where you are, and what you're experiencing. That stuff is really valuable. Never give up an opportunity 
to be straightforward with somebody about the state of your company, perhaps the challenges you're seeing in manufacturing or you're seeing in service provision, etc. As you come forward and you grow the company, the things that were little pennies before that you used to pick up are those that you can leave behind now. Leave those behind for others. And the way you do that is to refer others. So perhaps a small newspaper calls you up and asks for an interview. And as you provide whatever information you can to help that new reporter do his thing, or even a seasoned reporter, you should mention other smaller companies coming up behind you. Hand it off. Give those guys an opportunity to have their day in the sun as well. This will establish a community of people in your ecosystem who understand that you are gracious that way, and they are thankful for your ability to give them a leg up. So that was a penny that you could have taken all to yourself. You can hand it off to somebody else saying, I do think you should be interviewing Joe and John and Jane and so on as well. When you look at larger pennies that you could be picking up over time, Again, it would be working with larger companies over time and letting the smaller ones go. Never say no to a small project. Always say, we aren't a good match for everyone, but I do know of a company that does have bandwidth for this project. I'm going to introduce you to Jim. And then you send them off with a warm handshake to a company that you can trust to do that smaller job. You can see that the pennies you pick up increase in size as your company increases in size. And those that you leave behind, you should hand off to someone else who can also make good use of it. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We'll be back next week with another edition. You can download these shows at iTunes or through webmasterradio.fm. Until next week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.